Alright, alright. We're back. Another episode of Mike Up the Halo. Specifically, episode number 26. How the hell's everybody doing? This is Tyler and Jacob. Say hello to the world. Hello world. We made it. It's been a while. We've kind of waited on purpose, kind of not waited on purpose, but we're back and the season is over for the Halos. I hope you guys are all doing well. Enjoying playoff baseball. Tyler, how are you? Um, sad. I am sad. The uh, the Angels aren't in the postseason, and at the time that we're recording this, the Giants are no longer in the postseason. Um, we did make it? If you guys aren't aware, the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers beat the San Francisco Giants in a best-of-five series known as the NLDS on a very controversial call. Truthfully, I think they were going to lose anyway. You have Max Scherzer on the mound, one of my favorite pitchers, the guy that I want to come to the Angels. So it was very bittersweet seeing him eliminate my Giants. But uh, it's all it's all uh, Tyler and Jacobs Braves for the rest of the season, baby. Yep. Braves taking it all. And Love the Braves, even without their best player um, and another good player. That they're missing. We love Freeman. They, they get the best infield, I think, maybe in the game. Uh, you could argue the Dodgers are up there. The Phillies, I guess. But who's left? I think the Braves are set to compete for a team that took a long time to get it going. You know, they were supposed to kind of own that NL East. They didn't. Uh, it was kind of a kind of a bloodbath all year. If the Angels were in that division, we had a shot kind of the whole time. I was looking over at those standings all year thinking, man, we're – kind of screwed here with Oakland and Houston but I think the Braves have a chance if the Dodgers lose some games that's it somebody else has said that and it's the Dodgers have to lose games Dave Roberts has to make bad decisions which is completely possible happens all the time don't give me hope because the Giants were able to win a couple games and I was convinced that going back to San Francisco I ah man I you know what We'll we'll get into that momentarily. I want to get the angel stuff out of the way because angel pod. Let's get the uh, <laughs> let's get the main subject of the podcast out of the way so we can ramble about teams that actually matter. I, that's what we've been doing, guys. We know that's what you want to hear anyway. I've been so sad that the angel season is over. Um, you know, and I mean I'm happy the way it ended. I think that the Seattle Mariners are on the up up and up, and I think they'll probably be like the team that we contend with the most next year. Yep. That being said, you fans are soft. Seattle Mariners fans are soft. And uh, you know what? I, I take that back. You guys are kind of like in the same boat as we are. I mean, 20 years without a playoff, I think you have every right to be angry. Angry at the Angels, the AAA Angels plus Shohei Otani? I don't think so. No, I mean, we've been hanging out with these guys third and fourth place for the last 20 years pretty much. I mean, we were winning some divisions in there. We never did anything with it. I just remember there was a tweet that I responded to by a Mariners fan. Good guy. I don't want to put him on blast. Or I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to put him on blast. So but, it's at... No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he had basically said that the Mariners will not forget what the Angels did to them this series, specifically the final game, um, and how they used every high leverage reliever that they had in their bullpen. And they're, he's excited for them or to face the Angels again next season hmm. because uh, I think we're one of their first games that they play or one of the first uh, home openers for them or something like that. But I kindly responded to him that we only have one high leverage reliever and he was used in a non safe situation. 
The other relievers have an ERA above four. There's there's two or three that had five or six ERAs. And I don't know. I don't know if that just means that Mariners fans don't watch Angels baseball or they don't follow it enough. Or or maybe they think we're good even though we're not. But it's just bizarre. Um, so that's my gripe with Seattle fans. But I am a Seattle Kraken fan, so well, go crack, go. I'll tell that guy, whoever it was, what we did for you. All we did was save you 100 bucks on a wild card game ticket or a plane ride over to the wild card game because you would have got your ass handed to you anyway by either Boston or New York. And on top of that, it didn't matter whether the Angels won the game. Yep. It didn't matter. The way it shook out in the last day, Boston and New York won, which guaranteed no 163, which I was kind of rooting for a game 163, not from Seattle. Um, I don't like the Mariners. I, I don't, I mean, I don't really like any team in this division. You're not supposed to, right? I mean, they wouldn't be my most hated team in the division, but I think you're right. They're our main competition as far as retooling, rebuilding, whatever you want to say. I think Astros are on the way down. Oakland's on the way down. I think we're on the way up with, with Seattle. And I think Texas has got a little ways to go. I think Texas is where Seattle was the last five years. And then they're going to start coming up, you know. I think when us and Seattle finish like our reign of terror these next few years, that's when Texas will be back yep. on the rise. And I think that's when Oakland will be who knows where Texas is right now. Oakland could be and where another state drought. is. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they may not even be here anymore. Oakland could be anywhere at that point. We'll but. ship them off to Montreal. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, tough way to... Uh, for the second half of the season to go for the Angels. I mean, Shohei Otani, potential MVP winner, potential Hank Aaron Award winner. Um, kind of hope he doesn't win that. You, you got to give something to Vlad, man. Yeah. Vlad deserves something. He needs some hardware. You can give him a silver slugger, but he's just going to be like, I ha- my dad has 30 million of these. I know what these look like. Like, I want an MVP. Give me a Hank Aaron. Give me something, man. And you know what? The blue, like, Hats off to the Blue Jays because they really battled that, like, in the final stretch to really have a chance. And they did have it. Like, they beat the shit out of the Orioles. Not that that's saying anything. But, you know, they really put themselves in a position to potentially go forth with that 163. And then Boston and New York just had to come out swinging. Boston with that, with the freaking buzzer beater of a fucking game. That was a great ending. And then same for the the Yankees. That game was awesome, dude. Rays versus the Yankees yeah, down to the final. I knew once we got to the bottom of the ninth, I was like, it's over. Like yeah. we're done. The Red Sox and, and Yankees have been doing to the Blue Jays what they've been doing forever, in my eyes, since I've been alive, and that's screw them over because they they've always been good. The Jays have always been on the cusp, but there's no way you can be third place in a division constantly and make the play like. The chance of two wild cards coming out of the same division just doesn't usually happen. Um, we thought for sure it was going to happen this year with the NL West <clears throat> Padres, but <laughs> I think the Jays are on the up. And here's a hot take that I'll say right now: I wouldn't be shocked at all if Vladdy wins MVP next year. I really wouldn't be. If Shohei has a good season or even even close to this year, and Vladdy does it again, they're going to give it to him. So yeah, I think I think we've kind of we, we might have talked about this off the pod, but basically. If Shohei does exactly what he did this year, where he has a great first half and falls off in the second half, and then you have Vladdy consistent all through the year, Vladdy's going to get that MVP because it's no longer like we've never seen this done before, which is why he would be getting it this year, not to dismiss 
how amazing of a player he was this year, but he, like basically if the same thing happens twice, it's like, all right, we gave it to Shohei. Let's give it to Vlad this year. The only way yeah. Shohei would be able to get MVP is if he got if he had a lower ERA, more strikeouts, more innings pitched, mm-hmm. more wins under his belt. Not that wins mean anything either, but the win this, percentage I thought was interesting that they put he had the highest win percentage. Um, doesn't really mean much. I mean, I mean he was, was like nine and cool. two or nine and three. I think it was nine and one. I wanted to say it was nine and one, but maybe it was like a nine hundred winning percentage. So. That's great and all, but it's not a stat that you can look at as far as awards and yeah, wins losses like batting average. It's it's on the way out. Uh, I think average has more value than wins loss. But Vladdy, you can take MVP next year. <laughs> Toronto fans can be happy. Just give us Robbie Ray. I don't want Robbie Ray. We do. I, I, I do. like I. I want. I'm so conflicted. I'm like I want Robbie Ray to come to the Angels, but I want this Robbie Ray that performed this year to come to the Angels. I don't it's want a risk, yeah. I don't want Robbie Ray without his Toronto Blue Jays coaching staff to come to the Angels and then pitch a couple innings here and then all of a sudden need Tommy John. Let's well, let's be honest, God knows what happens when you come here as an Angel pitcher and we don't mean that in any way, but it's just been who knows. I'm calling it now. I am calling it right now. One of the newly acquired pitchers this offseason, if there are any, will require Tommy John prior to the all-star break are you going to give an over under on that or you Uh, (laughs) i think it'll be a lot (laughs) maybe half of them i'm gonna i'm I'm saying one i'm saying and and, and specifically an acquired pitcher not a Mm. homegrown talent it has to be a newly acquired free agent pitcher okay one of them will require tommy john before the all-star break so that's okay i was thinking like because I think Packy Naughton looks like he might need it. Like, there's guys coming up that are going to need it. Just every team's got that. But you're saying we're going to get somebody that's supposedly good to go, mm-hmm. find out that they either need one or they haven't had it. Or, I'm sorry, they've had it and they need a second one, which is becoming more common too. Okay, interesting. And you think Robbie Ray is one of those guys that would potentially. It could be Robbie Ray. It could be Strowman. Mm. It could be Scherzer if we get Scherzer. You want Strowman or Ray? Uh, that's tough. I think we need both if you're going if you're going that route. You see, so that's the thing. Uh, I I think we talked about this last time too. It, it, is are you more of the quantity or the quality? And I think we decided on the quantity. The quantity because you want quality because you, you want Scherzer. I'm thinking we need a mixture of both. So if you can get Scherzer and then somebody else that's really not I'm just as trying good to think or? of who would be a free yeah. agent. I, there uh, are there aren't a lot of free agent pitchers on the market this year. We there is Stroman, not there a is ton. Robbie Ray. We'll have I a think list. Kevin Gossman is on mm. is um, in free agency right now. See, but that guy's been really See, bad. Too. That's how I feel about Stroman and yeah, not so much Robbie Ray right now. But I'm scared about Robbie Ray coming here and then those results falling off. Like it's a we'll hard a knock list. life. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get, get a, a list, list of uh, shortstop free agents. What do we need? Shortstop, starting pitcher, and relievers. Yeah, and maybe a maybe a catcher. And trade Fletch at the second half, mm. or at the trade deadline. Trade Fletch at the deadline for for an ace, another another arm. Yeah, John Means. <laughs> Remember when every Angels fan was just like, "We need John Means here ASAP." That shows how bad it is. No yeah. offense to John Means, but if that's the guy you're like reeling for, that's a showing how little confidence you have in the Angels to go out and get a big name. Carlos Rodon too. There's another Carlos one. Rodon's yeah. on the market. I think we're going to pick up a lefty, which is why I started with with Ray. But yeah, Rodon might be a 
a good pick. So it's between Rodon and and Ray. Little lefty slingers. Yeah, we'll get into the free agent stuff with the Angels later. We're just daydreaming on what could be next year. But yeah, Angel season is over. We're sorry we've been away. We did have a giveaway um, this past week. I, I, <laughs> I'm sorry if you listened to last week's episode and you're like, Tyler said that this was going to happen this week, blah, blah, blah. My bad, guys. My fault. It's on him. Um, it's con- on me. Congrats on to uh, this gentleman named Wesley who lives in South Korea. All right. Uh, he won the Shohei Otani print. He also runs a website in Korea. I, I, from what he told me, it's the uh, number one Korean Angels baseball fandom, mm. something of that sort. He does like stats, like predictions, over, overviews, stuff like that. Uh, so I think if you go over to his uh, Twitter, he might have a link in his bio. You guys can check that out. And uh, yeah. Also, congrats to Patrick Shepard. He won the Instagram giveaway, getting the Jared Walsh print. Shout out to Jane, Jane Paints, for uh, collaborating with us for this giveaway. If she didn't, I'd be pretty pissed because she's my girlfriend. So thanks. Appreciate she charged you. us for them. We gave them to you guys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, now to get into the or one last little bit of Angels news. Uh, we are sad to see Jose Molina get fired as the catching coach. I didn't even know that we had a catching coach. I just knew Jose was there. But yeah, we'll love, we love you, Jose. Jose, 2002 World Series winner. Been with the organization for what feels like forever. A couple stints with the Yankees. But yeah, we love you, Jose. We'll see you on the other side. Yeah, he'll get he'll get picked up. I mean, he's got so much knowledge. He's got watch two... him go to the Cardinals. Yeah, I could I could totally see that. Yachty's final tour. Do it with the brother. Chris Carpenter, um, former Cardinals pitcher, is joining the Angels front office. Mm. I don't know the specific role, but he's joining the front office. Can he join the rotation? I don't know about that. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. All right. Now to get into the meat and bones of what this episode is. So it's playoff season, baby. It's October. Jocktober. Braves, our new favorite team. But let's talk about what's happened. Bravos. So uh, the wild card went down, of course. Insane game. We'll talk about the NL wild card. That was um, closer than it should have been. Adam Wainwright, amazing pitcher. Glad he's coming back next year. Don't know if he'll be as great as he was this year, next year, but nonetheless, he pitched. He pitched a magnificent game. Old man versus old man. Scherzer versus Wainwright. Scherzer didn't pitch bad, but he didn't get through the fifth inning. And then Wainwright, I think, went six solid innings of only of only giving up one run ball. And it came down to the ninth. Chris Taylor with a walk off three run bomb off of Alex Reyes. Every St. Louis fan was like, "Why are we putting this guy in?" And sure enough, Chris Taylor makes him bite the dust. Uh, so Dodgers advance and they move on to play the San Francisco Giants. And that series was a lot closer than it was. I would like to give a special shout out to Logan Webb, 24 year old Logan Webb from Rockland, California. That sounds like a dope ass city, by the way, Rockland. Where is it at? It's uh, up there in the Bay or up north, okay. Northern California. I was listening on the radio and, and one of the announcers was like, uh, he's from Rockland, California, which is a hundred miles at a hundred miles north of San Francisco in the Sacramento area. And that didn't make any sense to me. So I'm not sure where it's at. Sacramento's South of San Francisco. Sacramento's not a hundred miles from San Francisco either. So even if he got the direction wrong, it's like, huh? Okay. Well, 
He must have been a Giants fan then growing up, I assume. I'd assume so. Watch those. Could have been an Oakland A's fan. I Could have been an, a Mariners fan. He's 24. 24 years old. He's a fucking Giants fan. He's a stud. 2010, 12, and 14. He's got to be a Giants, a Giants fan. fan. That's cool. That's great. Pitching for the hometown team, slinging for the hometown team. Two games, right? Two games. Two games. Seven innings, both games. Man. One game, it was uh, no runs allowed, 10 strikeouts against the Dodgers of all teams. And then yeah. the second second time around, one run ball, only four hits given up. Like, he... Did all he could. He did everything he could. He, it was like watching Tim Lincecum or Madison Bumgarner back in the day, you know? Barry I say Zito. back in the day. Oh, yeah. Good old Barry Zito. Barry Zito. I went to a game at Petco when he was pitching against the Padres. That was back in the day. Yeah, the, the Giants, uh, some could argue, were the better team. I think on paper they're not. So if you want to just simulate this whole thing, the better team won. But, man, that could have gone either way. And I know you say that about a lot of series, but that was down to the wire, down to a controversial call that I think nine times out of ten would have gone the other way. Uh, once you watch the replay. And the bottom line with it is calls need to be reviewable. If one thing's reviewable, why isn't another? Would it change the course of the game? Maybe. Maybe not. Guy could have struck out anyway. Guy could have hit a bomb. Yeah. I, like, you just don't know. You can't say this or that would have happened. But, I don't know. I think I know how you feel about it. It's It wasn't a swing. It's a bottom line. Wasn't folks. a swing. Wasn't a swing. And like you said, like like I know that at the end of the day, that game was probably going to be lost. You have Max Scherzer on the mound. He's a psycho. He was going nuts. You got Wilmer Flores in the box, who has been over the entire series, I believe. It, it was just inevitable to happen. They got that base hit. They got that runner at first. I don't think that meant anything. Um. But yeah, even if that check swing didn't happen, Dodgers probably still would have won that. But the principle is you have to be able to review a call like that because that is just unbelievable. Shouldn't the goal of being an umpire and just running the whole league, any sport, right? The goal should be to make the game as fair as possible and as least left up to chance as possible. So you have to accept to some degree, some percentage of the decisions are going to be mistakes or, you know, human error. Right, we know that about baseball. He talks about the human element. Yeah, that's why they don't want robots and this and that. But this game and this call, to me, passed that threshold of, okay, we're going to allow this to be chalked up to human error because, I, I personally, I just saw the swing in air quotes. It just wasn't a swing, and that's the bottom line. It was a, it was a wrong call, and if that call happens in the second inning of game two, at zero zero, nobody on base, nobody's really caring past that at bat i mean you don't think back to it even you wouldn't even think back to it everyone's um referencing back to the regular season when there was a missed not check swing that was called a check swing where the Mm. batter clearly went over the plate and they gave it to the giants they were like no that wasn't a swing and then the giants were able to score and win that game off of kenley jansen so it's so it's kind of they're a, saying it's payback, but you can't say that it's payback in a postseason game. Like, imagine if that happened to you, if Dodger fans. Imagine if that was if that was you on the other side. Okay. And the, but then you got people like Bobby, who are going to be like, <laughs> oh, shout out to Bobby, <laughs> um, Bob. If you're listening, I know you listen when you can. Um, when you're not listening to Penguins or Dodgers or Seahawks podcasts, uh, wasn't a swing, bud. Um, 
you can be stoked. I'm happy for the Dodgers moving on. Like I said, they're the better team. But uh, and again, they probably would have won anyway. Pro- well, see, but, and, but you got to admit that it wasn't a swing, right? And and I, I'm for the Giants. I'm saying that they were going to lose that game no matter right, what. Right. And that's the thing is that I I just don't like it being left up to so much chance there. And you mentioned you mentioned the game earlier in the season and how it's payback and how you may think, well, this is a playoff game. I think that almost makes sense, though. That almost is okay with me as payback because the Giants beat him in regular season by one game. So what if it was that game? And what if the Giants went to the the uh, wild card game? Mm. They might have lost that game. The Cardinals put up a fight against the Dodgers. I mean, no, granted, got, that's a good point. I didn't think about it. That they, way. Like in any other situation, in any other situation, Terry, uh, the games. You know, maybe they're up by five games. It wouldn't matter. They won the division by five games. The Dodgers then it's like ah, it's just a regular season game. But the fact that they beat them by one game that does hold some weight. Now I don't think that was on purpose. I don't think also guys. I don't think the umpire was was trying to make the wrong call. I don't. Do you think he saw an opportunity to end the game and ended it, or do you think he genuinely thought he swung? In my original state of being at the time <laughs> that it happened, every fiber in my body hated. Gabe Morales right. and everything that he stood for. Mm-hmm. Now that I've had time to process it, like try to put myself in his shoes, I don't think, like, obviously the guy is not trying to end the game on any opportunity that he can get on a questionable call because now he's got a, tar- a target on his back. <laughs> probably not welcome in the Bay Area again. They probably won't let him cross the bridge. That being said, um, I, I think he's also advocating for robo umps to some degree because or or like a change to help umpires make better calls because at the end of the day, yeah, umpires want to make the right call. That's why they're umpires. That's why they're there. They don't want to be known as the guy that get that gets it wrong. They don't want to be Angel Hernandez, Joe West. Like they don't want to be those guys. They, they want, don't want their name to be known. Exactly. If, if you, you know, if no umpire. one know if no one knows your name as an umpire, you're doing a great job. Exactly, and you can only ha- name a handful of umpires, and it's because they're bad for the most part. This is also a younger guy, and I don't say young, but younger compared to the Joe West and and those guys. I don't think he was trying to. You know, people say he wanted to go home. He had money on the Dodgers. Dodgers were going to win anyway, so he ended it. You, you read his quote. Did you read his quote? I didn't read his quote. I think I heard that he, he acknowledged that, or like the, at the time he thought he made the right call. And yeah, he basically admitted like, yeah, I saw the it replay. Was, it was hard to tell. Would have changed my call. And he, he kind of said what you just said in that he wants a way to make it easier on umpires. And that's basically replay. He's basically saying allow us to review these calls. And there should be a call, in my opinion, for a first or third base umpire where if they couldn't tell, they just put their hands up, call time. And you check the replay. Like, can't you just admit, like, I don't know? Rather than, okay, it was human error, I'm just going to guess. What, wouldn't people respect you more for saying that, you know what, I can't make the call? It reminds me of a time back when I umpired a Little League game, back when I was in Little League myself. And I don't know why they let kids umpire Little League games. I think that was hilarious. But I did one. I was a first base umpire, and I was awful, dude. I accidentally called someone safe when I meant to call them out. Like, I was just so excited to do the hand motion thing and parents on your ass. <laughs> literally, dude, like, I'm fucking 10 years old and I have parents like saying, You piece oh, of shit. Pretty fucking much. Fucking kid, get in the game. West Garden Grove. Oh, man. <laughs> Hate that team. Anyway, West Day, baby. Yeah. West Anaheim. Um, 
But yeah, that's rough. That's a rough ten years series. old. Ten years old, buddy. Thirteen, I could see learning how to umpire. You know the game. Ten you know years old. I might so. have been twelve. Damn. So Even the parents, then, twelve. The, like, were you tall already? Because yeah, the parents I was tall. probably I yelling like at you, thinking adult. you're sixteen. Yeah. Go money on the game, kid. What the fuck? I yeah. went and, and hid in the snack shack afterward. Good call. Man, that's that's brutal. Yeah. So that's you at twelve years old. This guy in in one of the most important games he's ever gonna maybe be a part of. You think he wants to be a part of the playoffs in the future? Absolutely. You think he's gonna make a call that would jeopardize his future and umpiring at Oracle Park instead of the Coliseum over there? Of course he's not gonna chance that. He doesn't want to do regular season games in July. He wants to do it in October. So I think he made a mistake. He almost admitted to it practically without saying that it was the wrong call, but yeah, it's it's just a really shitty way to end the series that was a great series. Kind of like a movie that was great with a horrible ending. Yeah. Um, or like a game that you're about to win on a console and then the power goes out yeah. or someone pulls the plug. Just a uh, real boner killer. Absolutely, Jose. That's, that's just the way to put it. So moving on, that was the NLDS, or a portion of it rather. So we started with the NL. We'll continue with the NL. We got the Brewers and the Braves. That series felt like it was going to go on longer. Um did anybody watch this? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. It, it, I, I saw a little bit. It I was probably the least watched on my on my docket. I did not really pay attention to it. I did watch um, Morton versus uh, fucking Wood. Was it Woodrow? I don't think it, uh, Burns. Corbin Burns. Yeah. Corbin Burns. So that was a good matchup all the way through. Um, Brewers came out on top that game, and then the Braves just. Every game relentless. I checked. It was like the fifth or sixth inning, two nothing, one All nothing. I was scoring. like, "Fucking a!" Like, I'm glad I'm not watching this. No Pitching offense. matchups galore, which is great. I mean, that's that's great. But if this was a CS, I'd be watching it because there's only two series to watch. But right. with all the other series going on and the wild cards just ended, and yeah, it just was kind of hectic. But um, I think a lot of people picked the Brewers and got disappointed. I I picked the Braves. I thought it was going to be a little closer, but they handled themselves really well and. The Brewers didn't hit the ball. The the Brewers just don't have offense. They they Yelich. put they, they put too much they put too much of their eggs in a basket with Yelich, expecting him to just be an MVP caliber player like he was a couple years ago. Yeah, Christian Yelich, maybe he's having a rough couple years, but he's obviously not that same player anymore. Dude, same with Cody Bellinger. They're I was just, just not the dude, same. Dude, I was just gonna say it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing. Something happened. I think they won MVP and just thought all right we're here and don't have to maybe work anymore i mean i don't want to call them out for not working but it's so strange how that happened to both of them when did yelich win 18 i, I, I think, think he won mvp in 18 i think it was the race between the or i'm gonna see because i might have I been in think, a race in 19 i don't think yelich won bellinger won in, in 19 I know belly won but that, that was the year that they were going after each other and then yelich fouled the ball off his knee and broke it and so that's why he had bad luck. I argue that's why he didn't win it. But. I didn't see much of the series, like I said, but I did see a montage of some Bell. I mean, uh, sorry, some Yelich, Yellin, Yellinger, Yelicher, some Christian oh, Yelich. He at did bats. win an MVP. He did. Yeah, eighteen, right? It, I'm unfortunately I can't see when he won it. Okay, he won it, but he did win it. Yeah. Two thousand four. No, <laughs> little league MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I watched a montage somebody made of the Yelich at bats from the whole series, and I mean, he just looked uncomfortable. He looked like a righty that was trying to hit lefty, like he wasn't seeing the ball. Even when he worked a couple walks, like it, he looked like he wasn't seeing the ball. Um, 
The Braves don't have phenomenal pitching, so you can't really use that. It was it came down to hitting off of decent pitching from both sides, and the Braves just have more of it. They have more pop. Yeah, I mean, Jock Peterson, fucking yeah. The, these ex Dodgers are going off All in of the them. postseason, man. Kike Hernandez, Jock Peterson, Verdugo, Verdugo. It's it's crazy. Happy for them. What's his name? Pitched a good game or a decent game. Uh, Alex Wood as well. Yeah. yeah, dude. Alex Wood did not get as much credit as he deserves. No. Yeah, but he pitched one hell of a game against his former team. Uh, 2018 Yelich won MVP. So his 18-19 MVPs, both of them with a steady decline. Granted, some injuries there, but Yelich and Bellinger both not looking great. And Bellinger still has time to make everyone forget all about that if he has a couple big hits here moving forward. Yeah. Uh, Yelich doesn't have that opportunity, but I don't know. I mean, the... The Brewers had a couple chances to capitalize. Like, they had a bases-loaded situation, and they pulled Freddie Peralta early mm-hmm. in his game. He only went four innings. He was throwing shutout baseball. They put a pinch hitter in. They did not score those runs. Um, I think there was only one out. So none Jeez. of those bases-loaded runners came across, and then they had to go bullpen the rest of the way. Braves ended up coming back that game. Um, big cock jock coming out swinging. <laughs> Uh, Rowdy Tellez going off. He was their main source of offense, man. Yeah, and he was he, doing what Yelich was supposed to do, in my opinion. And he was, like, questionable to even be on the playoff roster. And then here he comes, fucking, it's October, baby, let's go. But, yeah, so Atlanta, we're rooting for you. Ian Anderson, Charlie Morton, put your cocks out. Yeah, Infield, locking it down. Um, Albie, Swanson. Riley and Freeman. Frederick. Frederick. Also, that big home run, that's just that's yeah, what he does. Clutch. Just super clutch. No more, no less than you need. No grand slam. No dramatics. Just, what was it, 430 yeah. opposite field? I mean, my God. Can't ask for more. Dude, are his teeth real? He probably paid to get them Man, they're looking like, like that. The perfect judge teeth. fixes teeth. They look better, but Freddie, man, his teeth are just stellar i mean they're perfect I, I i just i can't get over it i'm sorry just great teeth looks Solid like a hockey teeth. player after he gets his veneers you know yeah totally just, just off-season hockey phenomenal uh moving on to the alds uh red sox tampa a lot of people expected tampa to uh come out on top for this i mean you have that controversial ground rule double that uh made someone unfollow me on Twitter because I had my opinion about it not being... What did they say? Uh, so, basically, Passon had tweeted out the rule like a couple minutes after it happened because not even the announcers knew why it was a ground rule double. If you don't know what we're talking about, go look it up. Kind of hard to explain. Basically, you had to have seen the it. ball hit the fence, ricocheted back onto the right fielder, Hunter Renfro, and then bounced out of play. And it was ruled yeah. a ground rule double. The ball the, hit, a fen- hit the fence on a line. The Rays yeah. would have gotten two runs on that play, I believe. It was a it was off the bat of Kevin Kiermeyer. I, I think believe. it would have been one because they just had a runner at first. So then they would have tied, or it was they, they would have taken the lead. They then. would have tied the game, I believe. Wasn't they? Weren't they down one? I think they were tied. Or they were tied, and that would have put them up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My bad. Because Keith or Kiermeyer hit the ball. I forget who was on first. Vasquez hit the walk off that game. Okay, right, right, and it was tied. So the runner at first would have scored easily, and yeah. this could have been a triple for Kiermaier because he can move. Yeah. Um, which, you know, that's what most people would agree. 
even rate i mean uh even Sox fans have to agree that that's probably what would have happened had the ball not gone over uh, yeah the rule is dumb i think or it's and no one knew about it people yeah. are acting like they like that's never happened at least to my knowledge, something like that has never happened. I'm sure like it has. in the postseason, maybe not in such a high. Nobody knew. Everybody yeah. was like, "How is that a ground rule double?" The Rays are getting fucked. New York just fucked the Rays. That was like that's that's how I was feeling. And then you got this 12 year old being like, "Oh well, actually, it's clearly a ground rule double." Uh, I all of a sudden know every rule in baseball. And it's like, all right, dude. I mean, I'm not the only one with this opinion. There's no, it's it's millions people. of people on Twitter that are saying this is a stupid rule. You're basically putting the fault on the Rays for the ball going at. Like, I already hate the ground rule double rule. I already don't like it because to me, a lot of them would be triples or more, depending on who's running. I mean, you got guys rounding third and they're sending them back to yeah. second base. To me, this is on Renfro. Unfortunately, I mean, it's a it's an unfortunate thing that it bounces off. But if if a ball bounces off your head and goes over Joe Adele or something like that, yeah. right? Like whatever, then it's on you, and it's it's not on the person who hit the ball, the team that hit the ball. So to me, they should have at least let the run score. If you're going to keep Kiermaier at second base, fine, but you got to at least let the run score there. I mean, that's just yeah. brutal. I mean, and it's not like Renfro purposely knock the ball out of play but that's what everyone's saying is going to happen next year in a situation like that if a, if a ball is hit off the wall just fling, fling it into it the out. stands if you can <laughs> i think that's few and far between if you actually get that chance but if you know it's mookie Betts running or trey turner somebody yeah. just motoring and they're rounding third then yeah throw it over pull a trevor bauer and just chuck it yeah chuck it over but no i i think that needs to be cleaned up obviously the two biggest controversial calls so far have been the check swing i think in that call yeah uh, mixed in with the, I don't know. How do you think the home plate umps have been? I think they've been they've okay. They've been horrible. I think they've been okay. I, I think they've, I, I think they've been bad. They've, there's been so many balls called strikes and but strikes consistency, called balls. Consistency, like, I've seen. Oh, on both sides, sure. I, I haven't seen like, oh, this guy's getting a call and then he, they go into hit and the other guy's not getting it. I see consistency. So I guess you could say consistent bad calls still isn't good, but at least they're keeping their zones. You know. How do Live. they how do they pick these umpiring crews? Like, what they should do is go to umpire scorecard on Twitter, find the best ones from the regular season, pick sixteen of them or whatever, and put them all. Yeah, yeah. Also, let's stop rotating umpires around. Why don't we have somebody who just does first base, who just does left field, who just does home plate, and the home plate is always the crew chief? Why is this rotating like musical chairs like of umpires? Like, to me, if you're just focus on one job. That's like putting a first baseman like, all right, today you're going to catch. Yeah. Or right, today you're going to play third. Today you're going to start. And maybe Shohei could do it. But most people yeah. can't do it. Most umpires, to me, can't you just specialize in, you know, looking at foul balls down the left field line or doing plays at first base, bang, bang, and, you know, calling balls and strikes. Just why do you got to, I don't know. To me, they're completely different jobs, all of them. So to, you know, that's my opinion. It's just maybe more consistency on where they're umpiring. Yeah, that'd be nice. Guy hasn't called balls and strikes for three weeks. He's been at third base. Yeah. How's he going to? I don't know. No, I mean, I don't know how people don't think of that more often. I don't know why that's not talked about more. You could stop hiring blind individuals, too. That'd help. That would definitely help. Um, But back to the Rays and Red Sox. It's October, so Randy Arozarena is causing terror. Uh, Unfortunately, his season has come to an end, given that they've been eliminated. Uh, Kike Hernandez is a freaking man on a mission. He's on fire. 
going off even in the uh, ALCS here against the Houston Astros, but that ALDS against the Rays, he was insane. Basically, I don't know, Babe Ruth. These are MVP by a mile, I would say, Yeah, in that series. Um, Underdogs took down the big bad mathematicians. Nick Pavetta, solid outing from him, pitching Tanner Hoke or Hauk. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, I've heard so many. Hawk, Hauk, Hook. Nate Ivaldi, solid outing. Good job, Red Sox. Happy for you. Can't believe I'm rooting for the Red Sox for the first time maybe ever in a postseason um, series, but I am. I'd rather I'd rather them win. Or the Braves win. Yeah. But because I'm rooting for both of them, they're now probably going to lose. They're both the underdogs for sure. Yeah. But I think the Red Sox can can do it. But are we going to get into that game now? Um, we got – or let's just talk about how the White Sox got completely decimated by the Astros yeah. real quick. Walked all over them. And that's basically, that, that's basically it. The Astros just destroyed the White Sox, and the White Sox like could not do anything except for the one game that – they played in Chicago. And looked good. That's that. Yeah. Chicago looked good with a blackout. That was kind of cool. Great uh, stadium. Been there. Love it. Great place to be. Good atmosphere. <laughs> I mean, it seemed like a good playoff type, you know, team that could be there in the future. But they just cruised in, man. Yeah. They cruised in. Bre- I, like the you Brewers. Were, you were right. You're right. I was yep. like, they're fine. They're going to be fine. They had the pitching. Every team that's had pitching, with the exception of, I think, the Dodgers right now, has not. <laughs> advanced well so lance lynn against the astros was mistake number one you it's just i don't care how much the fastball moves it's batting practice for those guys they shell them uh much like the brewers in the nl central yeah they cruised in no controversy really at all all season i mean they had players out uh eloy and uh, robert yeah two of their best outfielders were out for most of the year in the beginning but um they were still staying afloat and staying on top of the division. The Twins taking an absolute shit helped them this year, too. I think if they had to compete with the Twins or I guess you could say the Indians or Royals or whoever it was. The Royals were playing good ball at the beginning, but they had no competition. They cruised in against an Astros team that did face some some competition. I mean, Oakland was on their heels for a while. I think they may have even overtaken first for a little while, a couple yeah. days. Um Astros just never let their foot off the gas. I think last year's regular season where they won 29, uh, when they went 29 and 31 in the short year, made them realize we got to have a good regular season too. We don't want to be a wild card team. Um, not that they wouldn't win a wild card game, in my opinion. But, yeah, I think uh, they're kind of the team to beat. Yeah. I, we got to admit it. We, you know, I'm not going to be one of those guys that's saying they're still cheating. Or saying that something's going on because road home they're they're doing it maybe they're doing something where they have somebody I heard they're hired somebody to pick up on pitch tips from the other you know tipping pitches from the other side maybe they have somebody watching that but I don't think they're using the old trash can camera method anymore because they're doing it on all fronts yeah they're being monitored and yeah I hope you know at this point like where we're at now. I, I find it hard to believe that they're doing anything to cheat. I think they didn't need to cheat in 2017 because they were already a stacked ball club, and they're still a stacked ball club. And Do you think they would have won? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. I think, I think the Dodgers would have beat the Yankees if they weren't cheating, but I don't know. 
That would have been a series to see, man. They had a better Yankees team. versus Dodgers. Oh. That's what everyone wanted this year, and I think beginning of the year that wasn't out of the question. But yeah. um, my my opinion too, the Astros had a better team in nineteen than seventeen. They just ran into a Nationals team that was destined. Yeah, like that season was out of nowhere, Cinderella. So you got to root for teams like that, man. Yep, that's that's where the Red Sox are at. The Red Sox were, weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs. Braves weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs. Yep. You know, the Giants had a zero percent chance <laughs> at making the playoffs this season. He's back in San Francisco, folks. <laughs> he left his heart in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, I know. They, they were still the biggest surprise. Absolutely. I would say them being as good as they were and the Padres being as bad as they were the second half or even as a whole. I mean, the whole season as a Padres was a failure. So those are the two biggest surprises. Yes, the Giants were the surprise. And I think the Giants would also beat the Braves like I think the Dodgers are going to. Um, Giants-Astros or Dodgers-Astros, then I think I'm saying the Dodgers have a better chance than the giants i think the astros would beat the giants but i think the astros might beat the dodgers yeah i don't know we'll find out any day now um so yeah now we're in the alcs uh houston took game one against boston it was a close game all the way through boston had to lead three to one going late into the game and then our good old friend hansel robles <laughs> oh. former halo legend el caballo he uh he gave up a bomb to Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa, it's my time. Um, mm. Four to three Astros, and then Kike. Or no, they got another run after that too. Somehow, I think it became five to three. I think it was no. I think it was. Uh, or it could have been a two run. Bomb. Altuve put him up four three. There we then go. Sox tied at four four. Correa put him up five four, and then that was it because Kike tied it at four four. Kike, no, Kike made it a one run game because it was oh, five three. Oh, five three. Because it was bottom five, of the okay. ninth. My he, fault. And so he hit that solo, the solo bomb. So they went up five three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Either way, I was pissed about the Correa, just everything. But whoever does end up with him, if he isn't a like really bad influence in the locker room, it doesn't cause any kind of riffage there, which I don't think he would. He did an interview. He wants to go to the Yankees. They someone asked him. He was like, he was like, what what team color uh, do you like the most? And then he was like, the one with the pinstripes. Correa to the White Sox confirmed. Dude, imagine <laughs> they, they were talking specifically about the blue color. They could have been talking about the Mets, but they already have thirty million shortstops over there. They, yeah, they got too many shortstops. So do the the White Sox. They yeah, got, they got TA over there. Uh, realistically, yeah, it's probably going to be the Yankees. That's fine. I think it'll be the Yankees. I mean, good luck, Carlos. Or, or <laughs> good luck. Hear me out. Somebody said the Blue Jays because Semyon's going to go, and you put Bo at second, and Correa at short, and then Semyon goes where he goes. Because hmm. it is an upgrade. As much I would much rather have Semyon just because I would be able to stand him as a person, and he mashed the Angels for years, but I respect him. Yeah. You know, it's just a big Good difference. Guy. Big difference. But yeah, so I think anywhere I think he wants to get out of the AL, maybe too. I thought of that. Does he want to get out of the AL? Maybe he goes to the Phillies. Just ooh. I see him I see that too. I see him with pinstripes. the Phillies. Pinstripes. There's pinstripes there too. <sighs> yeah. Maybe he wants to get out of the AL just to get away from most of the people that hate him. I don't know. They'll be around forever, bro. Correa to the Dodgers. They're never going to stop. That's why I'm saying it's going to be really weird if he goes to New York. It'd be awkward. Because they're just good. Yeah. And you know what? I don't put it past New York to just be like, I forgive them. 
Yeah. It's been four years. It's been four years. Judge is like, well, if he helps Forget us. Forget about it. If he helps us cheat now, then we're good. But They're going to have like five, seven foot tall motherfuckers on the Yankees right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. They're all over, all over six, five. The thing is, too, is I'm just happy he's leaving Houston so that they kind of start to go down, hopefully. Yeah. A bit. Because I think if you take Correa out of the mix, him and Altuve together is the spark. I don't know if Altuve by himself can carry the team as much but right so um we got uh a little preview here for the nlcs dodgers versus atlanta looking forward to that canable is getting the start so another Again. opener for uh dave roberts going up against max freed this will be a tough game i think and uh i think they're going canable to bring in scherzer in like the third because I think yeah, you know, because someone asked Scherzer like, "Are you? Do you think you're good to go for Game One of NLCS?" And he was like, "I'm gonna party tonight, and we'll think about that tomorrow." Dude, so, I love Scherzer, man. I just yes, I want that guy on my team. Yep. Or put him on the Giants, bro. <laughs> they already have a. It's all. It's already a fucking a fucking old folks' home that still plays baseball like they're in their early twenties. Yeah, man. Might they as can, well send them over there. They can talk about like. The cassette tapes they bought in the 80s. The Walkmans. Yeah, like watching uh, Bo Jackson play and all that good stuff. And then uh, we got a 120 start time game for the Red Sox and Astros. I'm so tired of these day games. Yeah, I think it's they're trying to fit it in the whole country now to see it at prime time. So it's 1 o'clock for us over here and then a 5 o'clock, which is, what, 4 and 8 for the East Coast? Mm-hmm. I guess you can't start a game any later than eight. Yeah, you know, for East Coast. But at the same time, well, actually, no, I'm wrong. It's in Atlanta. So if it was in LA, which can we talk about that for a second? Sure. That needs to be fixed. Why it's not in LA? Playoff seating needs to be fixed. The the home field. It needs to be regular season record gets home field advantage. Period. So I'm you, tired of this. You're not a the, fan of the no. The Braves do not deserve. <laughs> the Braves do not deserve fucking home field advantage over the Dodgers. They don't. They just don't. It's just not how it should work. It, it needs to be record, and if it's tied, then you go head to head record. Well, I'm confused when you have two division winners play against each other because that was the White Sox and then it's Astros. Rec- it's but record. Then, okay, so yeah. it goes to record because it's the ones that play each other are the two and three teams. Gotcha. Right. Because okay. The, the the best division winner, the winner of the league, AL, whatever, AL or NL plays the wild card team. But, yeah, I think just fix that. I mean, technically, it's, I would think the, the Dodgers have more an advantage because they they come back and they play, like, three games here. No, it's I think it, it's still the same as ever. It's 2-2-1-1-1. Two, two, one, one, one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So it's two in Atlanta, two in L.A., five in Atlanta, game five in Atlanta, six in L.A., seven in Atlanta. Um, so it's... So they're playing three in L.A. Game three, four, and five will be in L.A. So they switch the format. And then they go back to Atlanta for six and seven if So they're they doing to. less travel. Okay, I hate that. <laughs> See, hockey would never do that. They, it, they, they always go. And basketball started doing that. that it, the NBA started that. The 2-3-2. Two, two, mm. It's supposed to be 2-2-1-1-1. Two, two, one, one, one. Mm. Because to me, if that is more home field for the Dodgers. They can steal one. If they can steal one at Atlanta now, then you have all you just, those games at home, right? And, and take it away. It should be if Atlanta's the home field, they should play two at home, two in LA, and let's say they they won some of the game five at home. That's a pivotal game. 
game six is not usually a pivotal game and then obviously game seven is huge to have at home so it's i i don't like that i understand why they're doing it. it's a long way atlanta to la i just don't like how they change that i think two years ago when the regular playoffs happened in 19 it was not like that yeah but interesting dodgers need to have the first game at home bottom line 100 and 107 wins and would the braves have 80 like <laughs> you got i mean you, you gotta, put it that way you got to figure it out you, you put know? it that way i understand they won their division but it's the situation the, terry it's the situation ter- you put the dodgers in that division jesus 40 games up that's scary yeah i don't want to think about that so who's your picks man who's your picks so we already know the red sox lost the first game and i think we both probably would have picked houston in that series i don't want to speak for you but it's going to be a dodgers astros world series mm. I, i've come to accept that because mlb wants it that way and then um so it, what do you it, think? it's a coin flip between those two because mlb wants entertainment mlb wants chaos mlb has Ratings. two two yeah. stories to tell you can have the redemption of the team that cheated and came back and won a clean world series yeah and you have the team that has been made fun of for winning a 60 game uh season and they can come back and be like see we can do it in a full 162 also she, she, so she. it's a coin flip i think i think because uh in my head, I think like the universe is against me. It's going to be the Dodgers winning it over the Astros, and I think you have it the other way around. You'd rather the Dodge. You'd rather the Astros beat the Dodgers. I, I if it's them two, I don't care who wins. I, 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 I hope say, I hope that the, it could be the first World Series where a team do, just doesn't get picked. A, you got to admit that'd be a good series. If you didn't have any knowledge of the teams, you just knew baseball and watched that. Series, it'd be yeah. phenomenal. I think the league is happy with three out of the four teams left i think they can make quite a bit of money on three out of the four they the problem is they hate now the team that's that four team they do not want atlanta because of the all-star game shenanigans i'm kind of rooting for them to to win because of that okay you don't give us the all-star game give us the fucking world series uh we'll make our money that way um i thought that was crazy how that all went down we did a episode where we got into what exactly happened they don't want the Braves to win. That's the bottom line. Yeah. So I and, see. And they'll make sure that they don't. To me, the first two games, they'll let happen. Dodgers will probably win. They'll say, you know what? They should beat them. Let's keep it fair. The Braves win one of the first two games. I think game three is where you start to see some check swing calls go the Dodgers way, maybe. If, if it's going to happen, it won't be in game one. They'll let the Dodgers do their thing first. They should beat them anyway. Dodgers will sleep at home. Oh, they'll win the three games at home. Yeah. So they'll split in Atlanta. They'll probably win three split at home and then yeah. win in five games. So you're saying Dodgers in five. I'm saying Dodgers in six. Okay. So so in that case, they'd win game six in Atlanta. Or no, they'd win game six. Yeah, it'd be in Atlanta. I hate that format, dude. Can't get over it. Uh, and then what about Red Sox, Astros? I know. What, what do you think for the games? You think it's going to go the distance? You think they're going to end it quickly now that they've already got one? Yeah, I think it's over. Astros will sweep the Red Sox. Four Astros games. Astros and four. Wow. I don't know if I'd even say that. The Red Sox don't have pitching. They they use starters out of the bullpen because they're so bad. Okay. I was going to say six, but now you're pulling me to say five. I'm going to say five. And then should we make the World Series picks after the CS is over when we come back? Or should we do it now? 
you already picked. We can do what gonna... we have right now, and then when and then when we uh, when it gets to that point, we can, we can do. <laughs> we can fix our prediction. Yeah, we can go back. Astros over the Dodgers in seven. I'll say they're going to make it go the distance. I think it'll won't. be a seven game series. Still, I still think the Dodgers are going to win just because okay. that's just how the universe wants it. We were talking about the league and whether they'll make more money in the short run or the long run. I think they'll make more run, more money in the short run with the Dodgers winning. But if the Astros win, folks, they'll want us to forgive them for 17 and hope that we accept them back into the league and sell Altuve jerseys all across the, the country and the world. But that'd be a long-term goal. I think short-term people would be pretty pissed if they won overall. Yeah. I do see the shifting in the tides, though. I am seeing people being like, we need to get over it. We need to forget. I am seeing a lot more of that. I just hate how people are like, well, that team isn't even the same team for 2017 anymore. And it's like, you don't understand. The core is still there. Bregman, Correa, Altuve, Gurriel, they are all still on that field. They are all still grinning ear to ear menacingly. Like, they don't feel any remorse, dude. They feel zero remorse. Don't forget Granky. The, the, <laughs> the only person that feels uh, an ounce of remorse is probably fucking Altuve. Mm. And I say an ounce loosely. I don't even think. I don't. It's a loose. It's a loose amount. Like who the fuck runs into the dugout after winning a hitting a game winning home run off of a Rodgers Chapman to send you to the World Series? And it's like I need to go to the dugout real quick. Nope. Uh, so I'm more. Looking at Altuve in 19 than anybody else. I think 19 could have been select players, whereas 17, it seemed like it was just like a team whole, you know, we're going to do this every at bat. I think 19 was like a select few that were using whatever methods. You're right. It, I wish we had the podcast back then because we would have been hot at 19, especially. I was almost more mad at that because. It was more obvious to me. I know the trash can banging is obvious, but this was just blatant going in the dugout, the people, whole home run thing. And People think it, it's, it's only 2017. Like it, it went beyond that. Which means it was 18, right? Yeah. Which the Sox maybe were cheating as well in 18. There's a lot going around with that. Red Sox accusing the Astros of cheating is hilarious, some people say. I just didn't see the proof of the Red Sox as much. Um, maybe and, Cora. One, yeah, just getting Cora, which I, I don't like him now. I liked him when I was a kid when he played Yeah, uh, on the Dodgers. But I also think that if the Red Sox had evidence against them cheating, video evidence and all this stuff, John Boy would have made a video because <laughs> there's no way he's going to miss a chance to expose the Red Sox if he did it for the Astros. That's true. That's my opinion. So I don't know. I'm not saying they didn't cheat. I heard some Apple Watch stuff or whatever. But that's even, to me, not as blatant and obvious as a buzzer, trash can, whatever. But, yeah, hopefully hopefully Braves Red Sox, huh? <laughs> that's what we, that's, can, we that's can pray. the best case scenario. We can pray. And with that, we will bid you adieu. Good listeners of the pod, we love you, and thank you for sticking with us through this season. Uh, We'll be back with another episode next week. As soon as the World Series gets started, this will be an exciting week of playoff baseball. Four teams left. We're going to get down to the final two. I think when we come back next week, we'll also do some rankings of the the, uh, players on the Angels for this season. So hopefully a more Angels-centric pod coming into the next episode. But we had a good time today. you have any final thoughts, Jacob? 
No, yeah, hopefully we get some Angels news. Just something positive, not firing or... Pitching. Yeah. Pitching. Pitching. All Sign right. Scherzer before the season's over. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Get him off the Dodgers. Yeah. That's it. Thanks for listening. We're done. Big fly. Mic that baby up. Absolutely, Jose.